0: Bilky, I went to Chipotle today. Yes. And one of my biggest pet peeves occurred. What is it? Okay, you know how you go to Chipotle, right? And sometimes in front of you is an elderly gentleman, probably Caucasian. (laughs) (laughs) And they've never been there before, and they don't know what they're doing.
1: Oh, so they ask every question about everything. every
0: every mother flipping question they could possibly ask. And that poor lady behind the counter is just like going quick, you know. He's like, why do I buy rice?" And he's just like <laughs> I don't uh, <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, it took me 15 minutes and 38 seconds to finally get my order in at Chipotle, but the queso is fire. But it's not Qdoba. You son of a... (laughs) Welcome back to A Little Bit of Nerd, your recreation destination for all things nerdy. I'm your host as usual, Jalen Holston, and joining me as always is a man who you do not want to make angry, Mr. Stephen Bilkey. How are you doing today, sir?
1: I am excellent, except that my car broke again.
0: (laughs) What?! (laughs) <laughs> what what happened? That what was? Na- what's going on now?
1: I don't know. It's just leaking fluids. So in, oh, the, in about an hour or so, now it's a little longer. An hour and a half, we're taking it into the shop. We're gonna fix it. Hopefully, no, hopefully okay. for free.
0: Thank thank God. All right, all right. Well, uh, on today's show, Disney is eyeing some Fox properties. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis leaves Marvel Comics, and we have our Thor Ragnarok movie review. Yes. Woo! Let's get sweaty, nerds. So, first thing on the docket, Disney is looking to purchase some Fox properties. It was announced this week that Disney is looking to expand its ownership of movie studios, eyeing Fox as their next target. Uh, Notable Fox properties that that are included in that are X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Bilky, what is happening?
1: Okay, so this actually (laughs) frightens me. (laughs) Because I feel like Disney is going to be like EA. You know how EA just kind of kept buying out game companies
0: and tiny um i don't even know what you call them Indo- like more independent like yeah but publisher i sure people i
1: guess publisher i don't know what you call independent yeah. video game creating groups but they keep buying them out and then whenever they're finished with the game they're like uh, yeah whatever you're done we, oh, we don't need geez. you anymore and i feel like disney's gonna do that or they're gonna take what they have bought and ruin what those people have already created for us
0: that's very true and i like that point my i I'm kind of more on the optimistic side, but I also see the huge problem that will occur. I would love to see, you know, the Disney Marvel version of Fantastic Four and X Men, but then the problem is I enjoy what Fox does with those properties. You know, well, not Fantastic Four, let it be known, not Fantastic. Yeah, no, Four. I was gonna agree. With you. <laughs> um, but the X Men stuff, I really like what Fox does with their X Men properties, like Days of Future Past, uh-huh. uh, X Men Apocalypse, and stuff like. That was those are really cool. Plus we're getting the new the new mutant stuff and Deadpool. Like
1: you know, I I fear for X-Men. Yeah, that's what I I'm think they so do scared. totally fine with it. I don't think X-Men needs to be touched by anyone else.
0: Exactly. And now here here's the real logical thing part of my brain that's like okay they're probably eyeing fox because they're coming out with that streaming service right right and so you know they have fox has like the simpsons and all these shows that they can probably put on their streaming service so it looks to me like disney's trying to like diversify their stock so when they come out with their streaming service they really murder netflix in the face
1: yeah they're trying to buy it's like they're trying to make good signings for the postseason so they can just destroy Ooh. everyone Bo- that's a metaphor <laughs> boy you're right there <laughs>
0: Woo! that's how I, I
1: that's my role on the show that's great coming with hot takes there
0: was also this cool like ign video whenever this news came out they like made their fantasy x-men lineup if Marvel owned it and like uh what was it idris elba like they put him as professor x they put david harbour as wolverine i was like oh oh. okay that'd be oh. cool. i was like oh okay I didn't like anybody else they picked. They were stupid, but um, I think yeah. David Harbour would be a cooler beast. He would be a cooler beast, actually. Now that I think about it, because he's got—I don't know—like musky, in a...
1: like um... yeah. But in Stranger <laughs> Things, he's got—he's a... smart too. He's very smart. So right? I think he could pull off a beast character pretty well. I
0: don't know. He's pretty shredded right now. I think so. Is I beast. Dude. I don't think Wolverine's that far out of reach for that guy. Um,
1: who who would be a better Wolverine than David Harbour?
0: Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. There Tom, you go. That's, that's it right there. Instantly I kn- like there's no question I would love to see Tom Hardy be freaking Wolverine. Also Hugh Jackman has said as such like if he's going to pass if it's if anyone's going to take Wolverine again, he would love it for it to be Tom Hardy. Yeah, dude, did you watch him in that fighter movie? Yes. Oh, my he's an god. Animal.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's honestly there are scenes in that movie that are hard to watch cuz he is just
0: beating ass <laughs> the whole time. Constant. Who's who would be your like fantasy Jean Gray if we got a Marvel X-Men movie? Sansa. So, really? Yes. You just let her come right back over, even though she's on Fox.
1: Yes, 100 percent right,
0: cool. I agree. She's a great Jean Gray. I don't know why people don't like Sansa so much. I don't I, I don't know her actually. I don't name. understand why. I'm gonna look it up for us
1: right now. Oh, beautiful.
0: Um, I'm trying to think. I would love to see hmm. I would like to see like them pull Grant Gustin off the flash. And have him do something with X-Men.
1: It's Sophie Turner, Sophie by the way. Turner,
0: yes. She's a great Jean Grey. I don't know why people hate her so much. She's an incredible actress. Also pretty hot ginger. Oh, she's fantastic to look at.
1: There's <laughs> no questions about you. <laughs> but, I mean... She obviously can handle serious roles being in Game of Thrones. Yes. So We saw it in X-Men Apocalypse. Yes. She's great. So keep her in there, dude. She does well, and she's growing. They could grow with her as Jean
0: Grey, and it would just be amazing. Do you Are you going to keep James McAvoy as Professor X, or do you think you're going to recast if they go to Marvel?
1: Um, I like James McAvoy as uh, Professor X, especially th- – that's young Professor X, correct? Yes. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. I mean, I have no issue with it, dude. Nice. If they want to keep him, they can keep him cuz people are already familiar
0: with him. Yeah, and Michael Fassbender as Magneto is also pretty great. Yeah, he's not bad. He was he's not my favorite, but I don't know, dude. I I like him so like so much. I as think Magneto. he do,
1: maybe that's why he's not my favorite cuz he does a good job at being someone I don't care for. Right. Well, if he does, yeah, he
0: he does his job really well, so you're like, "Wow, guy, I, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much." Who else? Yeah, okay. Alright, he could do it. Yeah. I don't know another Magneto. Do you think they bring back Well, Quicksilver's dead. Lie, I lied in the Marvel universe. There's no way Quicksilver can come back. Um, get over it. Get, he's get he's gone. It. I'm sorry. First of all, the Flash wins anyway, so I don't even know why you guys care. Um who else who else is in the X Men we got? what's what's it like a note I we have we still haven't seen like a cooler kitty pride. I'd like to Maybe see that, ver- like, the Marvel version of Kitty Pride with like, Lockheed, her little dragon. Like, top
1: five X-Men for me is Nightcrawler. So I would love to see someone
0: bring yes. Nightcrawler
1: to glory on screen.
0: Yes. I think Marvel would be the one to give him his solo movie. That would be so cool, dude. That would be Honestly, great. the That'd German
1: guy who played him or the guy who pulled off that interesting German accent. In Night- X2? Yeah. You want him back? No.
0: No. Oh, that's what I'm getting at. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh.
1: God. He didn't do Nightcrawler justice, and neither did the writers.
0: That's fair. The new one's pretty cool. Like he's younger, obviously, but I think there's potential there.
1: Like he's such a cool hero.
0: Yeah, the ability he can just see—if he can see it in his mind—he can go there. That's crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> That's actually amazing, and he's a good fighter. I want justice for Scott Summers. Like, come on. It's—it's
1: it's not too much to
0: ask. It's, for. Is it really? Like, it's <laughs> the leader of the X-Men. Now, if you're any kind of a fan of the comics, you know that. Cyclops is literally the worst, like, human person. Like, he's just an a-hole. Like, he's yeah, he's a douche. Womanizing, bag. like, what a douche. But still, leader of the X-Men, make him cool again, please. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, I was
1: I, My mind was drawing a blank that's there, I, honestly. That's all
0: I ask. Like, how how do you mess that up? I you get understand. a new leader. Wolverine? Yeah, I mean. Wolverine. What if they Wolverine do James close. Hudson? like like, Wolverine's son. They just throw that in there. Some new mutants on you. Give me X twenty three before you give me his son.
1: All right, fair. Because, god
0: damn it, she's just so badass. Dude. Yes. <laughs> but then that means we get some cool. There could be like, you know, there's there's a bunch of X Men versus Avengers stuff they could do if Marvel ends up getting it. Um, this is all hypothetical. We're just spitballing here. But um, yeah. But yeah, I think this is gonna be interesting if it actually uh if it actually happens. Okay. 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 Moving right along, my, Brian Michael Bendis is leaving Marvel Comics. Now, Brian Michael Bendis is a is a uh, he's a well-known uh, comic book writer. He's done stories for uh, Jessica Jones. He made her, like, really popular whenever she came out with his run on Alias and stuff. And, of course, um, he is one of the auteurs of my favorite book, and I am heartbroken, and I don't know what that book's going to do now. He's the one that kind of developed and created the story for Miles Morales' Spider-Man. What? And why that book is so good, and now he's leaving. He is, yeah. He signed an exclusive contract to DC. So, Mike, I mean, my question is like, I, I you haven't really read much of his stuff, facts. But like, I'm just quite, like I'm trying to think of what would be a good like avenue for D. Like, what you're getting this huge successful writer. I can't really think of a book that DC has that's kind of struggling right now. I mean, maybe Superman. That would be cool. I know. Dude, you
1: cannot resurrect Superman in comics. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm sorry. Superman's not a good comic book. It's not. It's hard. It's really on a monthly not, basis. Dude. It's the these same days, thing. You like, know? Oh Superman, you can't beat me. Oh I'm Superman. No, know,
0: kryptonite.
1: Exactly. Oh, now <laughs> I'm Clark Kent. Oh, I feel bad for myself. It
0: you know uh. what? But I feel like if anyone could make a good Superman run right now for DC, it would be Brian Michael Bendis.
1: Who's the villain? Like, what's the story? I don't know
0: how he would do it. I just trust Brian Michael Bendis to, to, like, if he's in that writing room, I'm telling you, dude, this guy could figure it out because he, he's written some amazing, amazing stories for. Not, well, I mean, for Miles Morales, first of all, it, the, the book that I talked about in our like top five superhero stories of all time, the only book, the only comic book that's ever made me actually tear up, like reading a page of paper, was written by Brian Michael Bendis and then it was illustrated by Sarah Pacelli. It was just. Like the, the dude has like, a way of getting these characters to be believable and um, kind of grounded and stuff. So I'd like to see maybe him take on like Superman and stuff. I'm sick of everyone put like they're always pushing Batman at DC. He's so deluded by now. Let him write an Aquaman uh Yeah, story. let him write That'd an Aquaman sick. story or a Titan story because then you have all the young characters and it can be really funny. Titans. Yeah. Or think-
1: he should do a. Um... Black Manta is that what his name is? Black Manta, yeah, dude, that guy's got a cool backstory. He
0: does. He really does. I, mean, I agree. he's
1: he's not like the coolest superhero ever, but he looks cool, and I feel like with Miles Morales, I don't know, on the pages, I'm assuming it's like darker tones.
0: Uh, not really. So Sarah like Pacelli kind of has like an a, an open, more of an open um art style. So there's not a lot of rendering and stuff. But all I mean, right, it's, Sarah Pacelli, you listen to me.
1: <laughs> Do you change?
0: No. She's. I hope she no, stays at Marvel. Don't I love her work on on Spider Man, but but yeah, that's uh that's kind of breaking my heart, Bilks. My heart's broken. Did you see the guy who played
1: JJJ uh, in the old Marvel movies said he'd be about coming back as the same guy?
0: Yes. In the old Spider Man. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, that'd be amazing. That is Commissioner Gordon in Justice League. J.K. Simmons, everyone. J.K. Simmons. Just kidding, Simmons. That's his actual <laughs> name. That's his actual name. <laughs> wow just
1: kidding Simmons
0: well Bilky I don't know if you know or not but there was a little movie that came out last Friday oh I am well aware it is called Thor Ragnarok the third installment in the Thor franchise and the 800 millionth movie in the Marvel MCU (laughs) came out last Friday it's grossed well over 100 million dollars overseas and it's crushing even the likes of spider-man homecoming's box office right now like it is doing fine
1: That movie is amazing.
0: And it is time for our review. All right, dude. I really like that movie. Reviewed. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, here we do. We're going to do it how we do here on, uh, you know, a little bit of nerd and stuff. Going to tell you what we like. What you like. What you don't like. And then tell you whether or not you should see it or don't see it on a scale of one to see it or don't see it. (laughs) Get it? Got it? Got it? Good. Good. (laughs) Yes. Let's go through the likes. Bilky, what are some things that you liked about Thor Ragnarok? Well, I see here in the show notes that you put visuals are awesome. Oh, wait. Pause. Spoiler warning!
1: Continue. Continued. So, I saw that you put visuals are awesome. Yes. Yes. They are amazing. Trippy.
0: Like, Jack Kirby trippy visuals.
1: Yeah. It reminded me of how they do Guardians. Yes. Guardians is very vibrant. Lots of colors. Yes. It's futuristic. It's... It's not futuristic like how we see the Jetsons. but Or like
0: Star Wars or anything.
1: Yeah, it's more of a futuristic where I can't understand exactly how they got the technology, how they got the color scheme, that kind of stuff.
0: It's surreal. That's what it seems like. And it's beautiful. Oh, my God. It's, oh, it's, my God. I think it looks pretty good. There's a couple spots where I'm like, oh, my God, this is CG. But it's really pretty. Oh, I like it. Yeah, it's, but, it reminds um, me of like Doctor Strange. Yeah, it does. It reminds me a lot of Doctor Strange. Um, and I loved seeing Hulk talk like his baby. Like he's. Because at this point, he's like a child. He's only two years old. So he talks like a two year old would talk. Yeah, he's essentially baby Groot. Yeah. In a massive, massive Hulk distracting <laughs> body. Oh, <my> God.
1: <laughs> yes. Because uh, all he says is Hulk this, Hulk that.
0: And he's similar to just, I am Groot. Also, never thought we would get a Hulk butt shot, but that happened. Oh I was, I was that like, that was actually fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was like,
1: uh all right
0: yeah with Thor's just just like oh oh my god Uh, there it is okay that's that's in my brain
1: that That is burned into into my my memory (laughs) could you imagine no good no god god good god
0: um yes what else do i like about that movie let's see oh the valkyrie chick dude she is yes She is amazing. I want more. I Like, whatever, there's the rumors about her and the other females at Marvel going up to Kevin Feige and be like, hey, where's our movie? Make that movie. Uh, She needs to be the lead in it with Black Widow and and Wasp and everyone else, Scarlet Witch. Like, just make it happen, Kevin. Do you think they will? I hope so. That would be actually kind of cool. Like, get all the girls together, just beat ass wherever the dudes are doing. I don't know. The only problem that I could see writing it is like, what organic way could they make the story happen where, like, they wouldn't include any of the male, like? Yeah, that seems like a you know very I mean? big hill to climb. That's a big hill to climb, but I feel like the people at Marvel could do it to where we'd pay money to see it, as they've done in the past.
1: <laughs> um... What else
0: do you like, Mr. Bilks, a lot? I liked Loki a lot in
1: this movie. Oh, my God, yes. Loki was great. It was really funny at the end whenever uh,
0: he tried to pull a fast one on Thor again. He thought... You thought, you thought You thought Loki. He <laughs> evolved. No. He knows damn well what he's up to these days. Yeah, Loki in this movie, again, it's a different it's the same, but it's also a different performance. We still see that it's this weird, like, love that they have between the two of them, Thor and Loki, but they both know that they're just they're not gonna be good to each other ever. You yeah, know what it, I mean
1: it's like Thor is more accepting of the reality now and Loki's like oh we're we're not actually playing this game anymore i'm i'm kind of sad I'm but sad. i'm going to keep going
0: anyways and not show you any emotions yeah cuz I'm, I'm a human male that scene in the elevator where Loki's like or Thor goes turns to Loki and says like he should stay on that planet you know because he thinks he's he honestly thinks you know this is like a place made for Loki which it really is when you think about oh, it oh sakar yeah sakar yeah um i really like that scene Kate Blanchett as he- as Hela. Wow. Really good. Dude. Okay. She
1: no no remorse. There is no chill. Give me a whole backstory on Asgard's upbringing. Asgard's upbringing. That would be upbringing? a sick yes. movie watching Odin and Hela just destroy things. Woo! Are you kidding me? Man. Oh, speaking of that and just raw power. Finally they give us some like some insight on Thor's actual god
0: powers. Yes,
1: I n- we never see it. <laughs> he is supposedly a god, and then his dad drops that awesome line: "Are you the god of hammers, or are what's you gold- going on here?
0: <laughs> are you the god of hammers, or are you the god of thunder?" It was awesome, and yes. then he, Anthony Hopkins, oh, so yeah. amazing, and he cracked her with a massive bra,
1: <laughs> massive bolt of lightning, <laughs> and she just shrugs it off. She's like, "Oh, whatever." They
0: okay, but yeah, this is a- finally a Marvel villain where like. Like this, it took another god to put her down, dude. Like Thor basically had to admit defeat
1: yeah, by Thor, the end of this movie.
0: The only way what? he won was just by outsmarting her. He could not outpower There's her. There's no yeah, because like she just like you said in that scene, wherever she's got him like like kind of choked over yeah. the edge in the in the castle or whatever, and he smacks her with that bolt of lightning. She just gets right up. Like it doesn't do anything.
1: Yeah. He's like hit her with lightning. He's like I just hit her with the biggest bolt of lightning I've ever <laughs> produced and she did nothing.
0: <laughs> oh, I also really enjoyed as we talked we talked about earlier but like I I really enjoyed the Thor and Odin stuff. We didn't get like a whole lot of it, but Anthony Hopkins and Chris Hemsworth the I don't know just this chemistry on screen. You could just really tell like this hurt Thor to lose his father and that is it was really awesome to watch, I think. I agree. Um
1: so, I I know before I was criticizing the World War Hulk thing, and I'm still not super pleased that they threw it in, but at least they were not wrong when they gave you the tiny tidbits of back knowledge on how he got there. Yes. He doesn't remember, He's they find the Quinjet, and I'm like, oh, yes, it's Makes at sense. least a little yeah. factual, you know? Yeah. Because I still think a World War Hulk origin movie would be amazing. That'd be cool. Uh, like an actual
0: Hulk soul of him. Yeah, would where be cool. they
1: because they exile him. Yeah. Tony Stark does. They really do.
0: They really do. Like, I mean, and I don't mean like. I I mean a new uh, Hulk solo film with uh, Mark Ruffalo and stuff like that. With the current Hulk that we have now, I would like to see that solo movie. I would pay to go see it. I don't know why, because you can put Black Widow in there. Obviously, if you want to include some Avengers, maybe Tony drops in to check on him or something. You can get Ross back and maybe do a Red Hulk storyline or something.
1: Everett Ross, you know.
0: I, they just really got to fight off Universal, get those rights back, you know?
1: It's tragic, man. Yes. Um...
0: I love the Matt Damon and Baby Hemsworth cameos at the play in the very beginning of the movie. I, I was cracking I have no up. idea what you're talking about. You know how when Thor goes back to uh, Asgard and he's going to drop off the head of Surtur. Oh, that was Matt Damon. That was Matt Damon (laughs) and uh, his little brother, uh, Liam Hemsworth or something. I did not
1: notice that. Yeah, dude. That's hilarious. I was like, oh my god, Matt Damon. A lot of people didn't. I don't know why. The way he got Loki to cave, was hilarious that was funny that was amazing he just
0: holds him and like he knows that hammer's coming back
1: yeah he's like you know nothing's gonna stop this hammer from getting into (laughs) my hand not even your skull (laughs) um okay i give up yes yes (laughs) i would too
0: uh can we talk about the music just like the fantastic 80s vibe like the synths bro it was amazing i i love it i don't know why i love the sound of like 80s synth like just the beats, you know? Right. I don't know what it is, but I freaking love it. Like, Stranger Things does it. Stranger it's... Things. Yeah. <laughs> I'd to, not to talk about Stranger Things, because we could for but a whole yeah, hour. We're trying, we're not trying not to Stranger things. Yourself. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I don't know. Like, it really set the pace, and we had the, you know, the good stuff from the seven. 70- like, there's some 70s pop in there, some good 80s stuff. It was just, ah. Their soundtracks have been on point lately. Really on point. Starting with Guardians 1. Really on point lately. And I, I just I'll hope it continues. I loved Heimdall's character. Yes. Heimdall beats ass with that sword, dude. dude. There could be a whole movie about that.
1: Honestly, Heimdall like is Like surviving sick. Asgard
0: while Hela is destroying it and saving people, the people of Asgard. Like, that's kind of crazy. There's so much you can do with this. Yeah.
1: But there's too much at the same time. It, like, you just couldn't uh, make all those movies. Man, it, it's kind of crazy. We finally got to see Fenris. Uh, that was really cool. For his, wasn't it? I don't think a lot of people know who Fenris is. Describe and if, him for us. The big wolf. The big <laughs> <laughs> if you see the movies, the big he's wolf. The big wolf. It's just cool because Fenris is a part of uh, Norse mis- Norse mythology. Yes, which is where Thor and Odin and all of that. It's really cool because it's like they take real mythology and then put it into the comic books and create this amazing universe. Little
0: story elements in there,
1: change it up. It's really creative exactly. what they do over there. And Fenris is, uh, I believe, Odin's dog, or it was? Oh, I guess it was Hella's. Hella's dog, yeah. I think Odin gave it to her.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Really cool story. Play Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and it'll give you <laughs> way more backdrop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, the fight on the Rainbow Bridge at the end. At this point, Thor is lost an eye. And it's just like he. This is it. This is the final stand. And I just. I really enjoyed that scene. That's probably my favorite scene. Whole movie. Yeah,
1: they were on the Mario Kart trail. The yep. Rainbow Road. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Yep. And then the best support
0: character came in. He's just.
1: Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro.
0: If you don't know, uh, that the actor that's doing the mocap and the voice for that, that's the director Taiko Waititi, and he is freaking funny, bro. He's hilarious, dude. He, he plays He Racked me up, yeah. bro oh man
1: whenever (laughs) one of my favorite scenes for gorg is whenever he's uh he's talking to loki and thor is and they're in that endless circle thing yeah he runs in (laughs) he tries to kick him he's a piss off ghost Piss off ghost he's like he's bloody gone mate (laughs) you're just like (laughs) you're a fantastic character so supportive i loved it he's like hey we're gonna we're gonna shoot these bad guys and uh, jump on this jump on the ship. You can come if you want.
0: Oh hey, we're, uh, we're doing a revolution. Wanna come?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I need you to take this somewhere. And he gets the gun. He's like, the revolution has begun. Yes, I I loved it.
0: And Doctor Strange, dude. Yes, Doctor, Doctor Strange was in it. Freaking strange, bro.
1: This is fantastic for Doctor Strange because from the progression from his solo movie, you see how strong he is. Bruh, now. he's just whipping portals like it's nothing. Like now. it's nothing. And he was struggling so hard. Yeah, it's like they got him at max power now. I don't know. It's Pretty like close. this is the Doctor Strange. He, he is going to be a big part of Infinity War. I think he would wreck Thor. Oh,
0: easily. Easily, magic.
1: Loki had no idea what was going on. He's I was
0: falling for (laughs) twenty. Yeah, you just. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, oh, forgot about that. And then Loki
1: pulls out his knife, like he's gonna come attack him, and he just moves the portal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll see you later. Yeah, get out of
0: here. Yeah, you're Mr. Mischief. Oh, I think you're a big god of mischief. I think you're a big tough guy. The
1: supreme sorcerer.
0: Uh, there are some things, though, that I have to say, Bilky, even though I did quite enjoy Thor Ragnarok. Okay, what do you have to say about it? Alright, so, I loved the, um, like, I loved the fact that they went full-blown comedy with it, um, but I think I could have done with, like, 20% less jokes. Some of them, like, I guess it's because I'm a fan of comedy, so, like, a lot of them were really predictable to me, so I didn't laugh at everything that everyone else was laughing at. Um, there were definitely some moments where like my abs hurt. Don't get me wrong. Like they there was some funny stuff in that movie. But like I think it just, you know, I think like twenty like cut a little bit less out and let's kind of address the issue of there's there's a place getting destroyed here. I can agree with that. It
1: felt like they were trying to force jokes at times. Yeah. And like, I know like, no- like <clears throat> We got I, it, man. I don't know how to describe this, but they're there's certain elements of comedy where people try and force jokes and they're like, oh, the crowd's going to laugh. And it's just really corny and certain people laugh all the time. It just gives me so much cringe inside. I think you know what I'm talking I about. I know exactly what you're talking it's about. It's so hard to describe. Yeah. Like, just don't do that. If you did not force that, imagine what emotion you could be trying to convey instead of the, instead of the humor. Yeah. And it, like you were saying, it's dark and Asgard is literally falling apart from the goddess
0: of death. Give me some emotion. Just give me a little some, bit. I mean, if you still tears, want to t- – like, I mean, I think they still could have gotten away with it being a funny movie. But, like, just a little bit of heart in it would have would have made this movie freaking, like, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, where was Sean Astin? Where did I need it? <laughs> where was Samwise? <laughs> well, he was being eaten alive by demodogs. Oh, rest in pieces rest in peace, Bob <laughs> no, no peace is <laughs> oh, Rest in pieces oh, Bob newbie superhero but that, but that leads me into my next point. I never really felt like there was any other emotion besides funny out of this movie like there was no depth to it much besides it's funny there's some action stuff, and Thor and Hulk have a buddy cop movie.
1: yeah, it was like Thor had the most sense of urgency and it was hardly any
0: yeah, it just I don't know. it just kind of was like a flat it's just kind of like a flat thing like this is it this is all it is enjoy it you know i could tell it was going
1: to be a lot and lot of jokes whenever thor was dangling down by the chains and he was spinning around he's like oh, yeah. oh, oh From wait, like the made the come back around first 10 minutes dude i was like come on the first one that was funny yeah and then they that was kept good. doing and it and
0: then they did the joke like two more times and i was like
1: damn are Stop. we
0: really like, doing this right twice now? at the most like the first time and it's, and it's also as soon as it happened i was like okay he's going to make a joke that he's spinning around the circle and I laughed at the first one because it was actually pretty funny. It was good timing. It, yeah, it was great well. timing. And then, and then after that, I was like, okay, dude, like just continue the dialogue. Like we get it.
1: Because he's <laughs> building up the dialogue, and yes, it's the same tempo of dialogue you get in these kind of movies. But then you just break the monologue, and it, it kind of just kills the vibe. I, I know. I just
0: let Surter be Sutter for a minute, and then do another joke after, maybe. He wrecks at the end though. Oh,
1: bro. oh my
0: good lord! When they give him Asgard the eternal is flame. is in pieces, bro.
1: Yeah, he's it's gone. gone he he drove that sword to the center of the <laughs> the center <laughs> of, of the, planet. the planet and i was like oh my good lord yeah that there's was no joke amazing and hell is like i i cannot do anything right now nope <laughs> i actually cannot
0: my ult didn't do anything he's just still he's buff my ult didn't he's <laughs> too <laughs> buffed <right> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> who fed him <laughs> who fed him um and then we uh we should we do we give it spoilers? We're gonna talk about the post credit scene. We
1: know what, real quick one more dislike
0: for me yes. was
1: Scourge. Scourge. I did not like that character.
0: Why? Por Porque? Because
1: I don't know. He's so whiny and needy for attention. I also am not the biggest fan of that actor. That's true. I know that's like a niche role for him, but mm. whatever. I I could have definitely gone without Scourge. I know she needs a little a little homie to be a alongside her, you know. But wow, that's true. Really? Like, and how does he even get the role of guarding the Bifrost after Heimdall's gone? That's what I'm saying. How
0: did that even happen? If the because Loki wants to know if Thor is coming or not. Like, I remember from the end of the second Thor, like I don't think that was the situation. No, like, how how was that happening? Give me. They didn't even give you the knowledge on <laughs> like
1: how Heimdall lost the position. I guess or that how happened that in dude the second into Thor.
0: It. That's the, that happened in the second Thor movie. It's so has that, that's on you. Okay you limp noodle neck myself (laughs) um oh also i wasn't a fan of it felt really choppy to me it did feel choppy you know what i mean they're just jumping back and forth not like i mean that and then just like the pacing was just like okay 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 scene here say this say this joke joke joke, joke. chop scene here scene Mm -hmm. here scene here joke joke joke. chop scene here scene here action they fight chop and then that was it that's how it felt like the whole movie i don't know i just like i love taika watiti like his other movies are really great um I mean, this was good, but I—I I don't know. I felt like it just it could have been a little bit better. I feel like
1: I also feel like it could have been better. I'm not hating on the movie. I'll give it a good, at least eight out of ten. Yeah, but I think on Twitter I gave it a seven. Yeah, it could be better. Yeah,
0: there could be more from it. But uh, yeah, so uh, overall, Bilks a lot. See it or don't see it, as we do here on a little bit of nerd. Usually, as you—if you
1: ever listen to this, all seven of you. And I appreciate all, all seven, seven of, of you. you. <laughs>
0: don't you dare think we don't.
1: I don't like to go to the movies and spend money to watch these things because usually they just flop for me. But I would go see it in yes. the theater. It but is worth it.
0: Hundred percent, see it for me. This is a movie that is made to be seen on a big screen. This is not something that you wait until it's on the you know your little uh, premium AT and T like on demand thing and then right. try to watch it on your surround sound system. Like no, go to the theater pay money to see this cuz it's actually worth it. It's an experience. Yeah, you get an experience on, out of this movie. It's not like going to watch Ant-Man or something. No. It's it's an actual that was a good rental. movie. Yeah, like yeah. when me like when my me and my parents see stuff on TV like a trailer and stuff, like we'll we'll watch it and then after a minute we'll be like, eh, rental." Like, you know what I mean? Right. You like evaluate it but like, no, this is definitely go see this movie. It's fun. You're going to you're going to walk out of the theater having a good time.
1: Yeah, I went the next day to the theater for a family date night and saw <laughs> the Bad Moms 2.
0: That is a rental. All yes, of those are
1: rentals. 100%. If you have the option, go see Thor.
0: <laughs> that Bad Moms movie sucked. Mila oh. Kunis
1: is fantastic to look at. Don't get me wrong. But that movie was just god awful. You haven't seen the first
0: one, mate. I don't want that's to your, see the first wrong. one. No. The first one is farly superior. Well, by like leaps and bounds. Well,. Well, like not even close in comparison. That's
1: okay. I probably won't end up seeing the first one. All right. It's a bunch of force, like it's a bunch of female just forcing jokes about shitty lives and alcohol
0: and correct dicks. You gotta understand the women's perspective, Bilky. God, you freaking sexist. Yes. That's me. That's me, man. <laughs> uh, moving right along, it's time for DC TV stuff. Otherwise known as Jalen recaps The Flash because Bilky doesn't watch any of the shows and Arrow got moved to Thursdays.
1: Seven?
0: No. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <You're... laughs> no. Fair enough. Anyways, I'm just kidding. Oh,
1: thank you. Yeah, you're
0: welcome. <laughs> Barry and I <Isla's>... list... <laughs> God bless America. Barry and Iris have their bachelor and bachelorette parties, while Caitlin's past comes back to haunt her, uh, and basically she has to embrace being Killer Frost. This causes fem- the female leads of the show to team up as Barry becomes drunk from experimental serum Cisco made for him, so that he could fully enjoy his bachelor party. It was a pretty good episode, dude. Caitlin, one of my favorite bays, is uh, she's basically Killer Frost the whole episode. I have a
1: quick question. Yes. So. Because Flash has a super body, does that mean he has a super metabolism and he can't drink regular alcohol?
0: Yeah, he, he like Cisco makes him the serum that actually slowed his metabolism down to where he could actually get drunk after he dropped this, after he drank the serum. So the whole episode, he's just like he's in the bar and he's he, like, it cuts back to him after they have a dialogue scene with the girls. It cuts back to him. He's like, I'm the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he's like, one I them like, hey, guess what? I, I'm the flesh. <laughs> and then like they go like Joe tries to sit him down or something, and then he's sitting he like he like plops down and he goes, <laughs> and then he looks at Joe and he goes, <laughs> he just moves. <laughs> and, Joe, and, Joe, and Joe's like, did you just what did you do? And he's like, I just I don't know. I'm I'm the Flash. <laughs> I'm the flesh. And he's like, did you just leave? And he's like, maybe. <laughs> 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 so you can still yeah. To his Yeah, Grant Gustin really got to flex some comedy muscles this week. It was really awesome, That's and amazing. I loved it. Uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, basically it, cir- it circles around Caitlin. She's been dealing with this kind of mob, uh, metahuman crime boss. I forget her name right now. Amulet, excuse me, Amulet. And in the comics, basically what Amulet does is she puts like metahuman abilities on the black market, and like it's basically human trafficking, but with metahumans. Um, so, Caitlin was working for her while she was Killer Frost, and that kind of comes back around, and gets some cool action scenes out of that, and the amulet stuff looked really good, uh, for the, like, the TV CG, again, it looked really good, and, uh, yeah, it was a solid, another solid episode for The Flash, two weeks in a row, I was surprised. Excellent! Yes, and I'm gonna give a big shout-out to fucking Arrow. It is, like, it has hit its stride right now. I don't know where they came up with this season, I'm praying to Jesus that it continues. It is the best Arrow has ever been, ever. Like, even better than season one and two, which were amazing seasons. Not (sighs) gonna lie, I actually watched half of season one and that was good. Dude, I'm telling you, if you continue, I'll tell you right now, you're gonna have to take an L with four. Just take the L with four. I will probably just skip season four and ask for a rundown. No, because there's a. (laughs) That's one. Like, some shows I can say you can do that for sure. Like, uh, they're. There, there were some seasons of small, where I was like, yeah, you can definitely skip like season six or something because then you can get, watch a recap. Arrow, not so much. A lot happens in four, so you kind of just have to take the L. But then you get the great season five, and now I'm telling you, dude, whenever you get to binge this season six, <sighs> it's amazing. Oh my freaking god, they don't. There's no stopping it because basically at this point, Oliver has a son, um, and he had to make a choice to just stop being the Green Arrow. So now we have to see this completely different character arc and character story where he's dealing with all these issues and the team has to deal with all these other issues of fighting crime without oliver there to lead them it's just like i don't they flip the show like upside down and inside out i don't i don't know (laughs) it sounds pretty good dude it's it's amazing it's pretty great Bilky, uh video game stuff what do we what do you got mate okay Shout.
1: i'm gonna let jalen talk about the league changes I know he's hot and passionate about it right now. Um, Just a bit. Fortnite update. Because I only play like three games now, to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> well, tell us in detail about Fortnite. What, Fortnite. what are you doing on Fortnite right
1: now? Well, they introduced uh, another change to Fortnite. A lot of stuff is happening with this game, so it's cool, honestly, because they keep updating it constantly, which means the game is going to keep maintaining its um what's the word like people are gonna want to keep playing it There's essentially gonna be a nuance to it yes so people want to keep um they want to keep playing they keep putting new things the game keeps changing it's so like you, if you keep with the patch and you read it every time you can evolve with the game oh, nice. so it should be better for you yeah and they introduced the most cancerous thing ever the portable <laughs> bush
0: oh so before you could just sit. Describe what the portable bush does. That sounds, mmm, sounds good. There's usually just sounds very 70s shag carpet. Exactly. <laughs> they,
1: they they put in vans with warlocks on the More side of ways them. More and... than
0: one with the bush. No god. Good old bush stadium. You trim your hedges and the bushes fall, so they're gonna change color. Now you get gonna have an orange and yellow bush. <laughs> good God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyways,
1: continue. Anyways. Sorry. <laughs> Pretty much, you could just sit in a bush before and no one can see you because they're big enough to fit the body. It's like the bush is molded a little. Jalen, I'm going to draw a quick sketch for you right here. The bushes, goes, they go up like this, but they also go a little out. So you're you're sitting there crouched, but your gun can fit in the part that sticks out so no one can see you. All right. <laughs> Like, if you turn, obviously, there's you can see there's angles the where you can see the bush. But now, the portable bush, it's like a ghillie suit, almost, because it doesn't come off unless you get shot. Oh. But it's like a, a bush that just spawns in the game. So, it's not a ghillie suit around your body. You're just a massive bush running around, and it's it kind of looks like Scooby-Doo. Oh. Because you crouch run, and then you see someone, and you just stop. Oop. And then you, poop, and you sit down, and they're like, oh, where'd he go? That's great. So, now you got to kind of look and... Be more aware of your surroundings. So if you're on a hillside and you look and that hill's blank and then you look again, there's a bush there. There might be a person sitting there. Excellent. I actually got um shout out to Corey. Uh he, he's like, <laughs> yo, 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 I'm pretty sure that's a person. Looked over, just took a shot with the sniper, killed him. Nice. I was like, all right. Nice. <laughs> I killed the bush.
0: Very nice.
1: Um, um that might be it. I don't know. Overwatch is fun, cancerous. There's a new character coming out Ooh. named Moira.
0: There's also a new camp- champion for League coming, but I'll talk about that in a second.
1: Um, Moira, Moira, Moira I don't know, M-O-I-R-A. I don't know how they okay. want it pronounced yet. What
0: is the rundown of her lore? I
1: you? think it's a chick. I don't know. It's one of those characters where I can't tell if it's a female or a male. That's not good. Yeah, it's, um, hey, you know who Zenyatta is, right? I think so. Discord and Harmony Orbs, so that's kind of nice. how Moira works. If you ever played Skyrim, I'm pretty sure that the you just walk around in first person with your hands glowing whenever you have spells. That's kind of how Moira is. Left hand heals, you launch this orb thing, and it'll heal people, and then with the right hand, you damage people, and you can throw a ball that just bounces around like the mass. It's like a, a mini spirit bomb. Nice. And it just bounces around, and it's RNG hitting people. Nice. And then she's got like a shadow dash thing, similar to Reaper's Wraith form, but you can uh, – It's they that can't really <laughs> see. Yeah, you dash forward. It's like a shadow jump, Ooh. which is cool. And then her ult's like a Kamehameha wave. Oh, Not kidding. Yes. Yes. Big Kamehameha Wave. It's yellow, and then it's got purple swirls for the Discord. You hit an enemy, it'll do damage in a line, but you can hit your allies, and it'll heal them. Oh. So if, some, if your team's getting blasted by an ult, you just Kamehameha Wave your team, and it'll heal them through the ult that they're going through. and It looks cool. It looks busted. Shocker, Overwatch. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there are Overwatch World Cups going on right now. Dope. So that's cool. Just watched USA play probably the greatest Overwatch game ever against South Korea. Nice. South Korea's Merga. like, They're amazing. You can't beat South Korea. And USA just gave them a serious run for their money. And it was a great match. We ended up losing, but it was really cool to watch.
0: Yeah. Samsung just won the last freaking Worlds for League, man. The yeah,
1: Samsung. Shout Korean. out to them, dude. They knocked off uh, SKT. Freaking Koreans, though, man. I'd like to see America win one, damn it. Dude. And, okay. Okay. NA will never be good <laughs> at League of Legends. I'm why? sorry. I don't know why we can't be good because we just buy her. all the
0: Korean players like with a good team. Like we tried that franchise
1: actually. moves, man. All the Korean players that are really good, they half of them went to um, EU, and then some of them came over to NA. And I noticed a lot of those players are already back on Korean teams. Yep. Like Hooney. he's Huni, he's yep. playing top lane for SKT yeah. now, and he went to Fnatic. I think he went somewhere else. Um. There's a really good jungler that came to N.A., Rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know if Rush is still in N.A., but you can see some of these big-time players, they tried to go
0: to other teams
1: and try and bring those regions up, and they just can't.
0: Because the other—I mean, League's just not designed to where one guy is just going to dominate. Like, Unless you're Faker. Faker I mean, is Faker's God. Faker's the only—yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's not like— and that's why they keep winning. Yeah, and it's not—it's just not like playing basketball against LeBron where literally one guy could just wreck you, you know? There's there's five pieces that have to be solid. So, I mean, you might get an NA player to come – or a Korean player to come over to NA, but if the rest of the team is pretty good and he's great, the, it's going to show up in a game.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not going to matter because they don't have the game knowledge and they don't have the experience when it comes down to those clutch matches. Mm. Every single time, we have Cloud9 making it the farthest. Yep, because Cloud9 knows what yep. to do. TSM gets the hype train and everyone is like, oh, TSM again. Oh, no, it's because they have
0: uh, Bjergsen, Bjergsen uh, double now. Which is our probably one of our best players in North America. 100%. But still, even him leading his team, the situational stuff. You just see it. You see it in the quarterfinal rounds. You see it in the semifinals and the – the, Qualifying stuff that there's just all these dumb mistakes and yeah. dumb errors and dumb engagements by North American teams that just you can't do. And the Koreans are more disciplined. They think they have to make big power move plays. No. But, okay,
1: so here's the the issue with the Korean. They hardly make mistakes. And when they do, it's very hard to capitalize on top of them because they're so good at recognizing what's going on. They
0: recognize, like, oh, no, we effed up. We got to get out of this. We got to yeah, get out of this they know right exactly now. what's Jail going break, on.
1: Jailbreak. And you know? there are times where they will take a defeat. Yeah. That's possible, 100%. Because with the way the league is, if you snowball far enough ahead, it, you cannot come back. <laughs> There's no chance. But NA teams just make one too many mistakes, and even if they fix a couple of them, you can't fix them all. And no. then that's usually how they end up going down. Yeah. Because I think technically why, like, we have good skills. Yeah. We just, we just don't have the the experience. We don't have the the poise because I think a lot of us get shaken whenever we're up there.
0: Yeah, they, there's just no balls in North America. And one thing that I noted in particular was uh, barren play. How to execute Baron play, when to execute Baron play. The Koreans know exactly when they need to go do the Baron push. 100% every and ex- time. And they know exactly, okay, we know our ADC's fed. We know our support's getting, uh, getting uh, up there with whatever. We have a tanky top. But, our, but then they might see like, okay, but our mid lane's not quite there yet. So we need to wait a little bit. North American teams will be like, oh, our ADC is fed, bro. I guess
1: we can go get Baron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Koreans just, just know. No. Like, you know? North America needs to be a lot better at objective control and trading objectives correctly. Oh, my God.
0: Just trading in general, even in lane. They yeah. just go in for stupid fights that are never going to ever happen.
1: North American servers are not as competitive as Korean. That's why. No. That's literally why close. every time Worlds comes around, All the teams take big trips over to Korea and they train over there. Yep, because they're just ahead, and that's how it's going to end up being, honestly, until until North America starts to recognize um, esports as more of a significant role in the world. Correct. As sad as that is, because what Korean team will take any North American team in a physical sport?
0: Right. (laughs) They won't, (laughs) and
1: that's totally cool because that's North America's focus right now is like the NFL and the NBA and stuff like that. We most Americans. That are over the age of twenty seven dislike video games, or they just think it's, they just don't. Uh, it can't be real. As an, ex-
0: like, as an example, like I don't have an Xbox anymore. Like I don't, you know, I have my, I play League, but that's just because it's on my laptop,
1: and exactly. I can't afford
0: an Xbox One. So
1: and they just, I don't know. I think eventually, like within the next twenty five years, we'll see a change in esports culture in North America. But it, it's changing, but slowly. Yep. Slowly so, but surely. It'll, I mean, it'll be a while before NA even has a chance to compete for an actual world championship. I agree. Well, speaking of
0: league, um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take the mic right now. Yeah, dude, take the, I'm the mic. Just, dude, I'm red. I'm red hot right now. Okay. All right, Milky. So uh, in League of Legends, you know we have we have runes and masteries. Correct. Well, we used to have runes and masteries. <laughs> With the latest update on patch 7.22. Riot decided that we're going to get rid of runes and masteries, the thing that's been in the game since its existence, since anyone has ever tried to play the game. We're just, we're just going to get rid of it. We're going to get rid of it. And we're going to make these new rune pages that have keystones that basically force you to play meta champions... And if you don't know what meta means, it means like powerful or like really good damage champ or like, you know, efficient champions that are really good with the current patches and tweaks to their abilities and stuff like that. Um, It forces you to play those because I will tell you right now, I have never seen a more collective amount of busted champions on League of Legends. Normally it's like one or two. Like, you know, sometimes it's a support like like for a while it was Janna and then it was like Rakan, which is still busted pretty much. Or like a Braum, like, you know, you know, it it goes up and down. It's usually like one or two champs that kind of go up and down in the meta. But now, I'm telling you, Bilkey, I think there are legitimately like 12 to 16 champions that are absolutely busted simply because of how these runes are set up with the keystones and the abilities you get off keystones. And it is absolutely frustrating, and I hate it. Drop the mic.
1: Mike has been dropped. Sorry, I'm sending my address so I can get a ride to work. Oh, you're good.
0: But yeah, um, I mean, you've played League longer than I have. When you, I played s- since season, season the end of season two, end of beginning season of season three. Exactly. I've only played since uh, I think beginning of season five, maybe.
1: Yeah, you were watching me season play five? whenever Season five, we when Ash school. came out. Ash has yeah. been out from the jump, mate.
0: Has she? I thought yes. she was around season five. No. All right, whatever. But anyways, she had a. I know season five, she was really good. Um. But yeah, so like I've only been around since season five, but still, like like I said, usually it's like two or three champs every patch. There's a there's somebody that's busted, you know. You just gotta deal with it. You ride the wave. But now with these freaking keystones and runes, man, I kid you not, eight. I count. You could probably go through and count them up. There are at least twelve to sixteen that are just busted. You know what needs to happen?
1: Stupid. You need to just figure out your champion pool. Is that way you can. Play like multiple roles, and it's nice that they let you pick what you what you want to play or what you'd prefer. But I mean, sometimes you just get thrown into we need the spot filled, so that's where you're at this game.
0: Yeah, I got thrown into a jungle. That was
1: (laughs) God. That that was awesome. But you need to figure out your champ pool, maybe like five champs for each uh, each position, Mm -hmm. and just figure out how the keystones and masteries work for them. Create those pages, and then just practice those champs that you like, because regardless of what the meta is or what the curve is right now, if you can play a champ that you like prolifically, you will do fine. Hence why I get on League and literally every game I play, I'm either Vayne, Lee Sin, uh, Yasuo, Thresh, or maybe Brand.
0: And I have my pool of either to, ta- hang on. Talia. Yeah. Talia, Ash, Twisted Fate. And I like to play Voli Bear lately. I don't know why. He's just so, so much fun. So is Corey. Fun. He's so much fun. Corey loves the I bear. just love running him down and just throwing this smack him and you, you get, get that smack chomp. him up. Yeah, get the chomp going. I love Voli Bear. Um, and then I've also been trying to play some Malzahar in mid lane. He's he's pretty fun. So, um, but yeah, I I agree. Get your get your base group of champs and stuff. And and another problem is they ha- they come out with five preset pages, but those presets really don't like. They don't adapt well to champions overall. Like, they try to do that. They try to be like, okay, you can create two on your own, but, like, we're going to try to help you out and give you five, like, specific, like, pre-made ones so you don't have to do so much work with the... Because we know you're going to be mad, bro. We, we know, bro. So we, can, we got you. It's stupid.
1: I wouldn't take anything Riot gives me as, oh yeah, just use this page. This should work. And no, I would
0: absolutely wipe my not. ass with it. Just, exactly. That's what I did. Not. I made two rune pages. I made one. I was like, okay, what's probably going to be the most meta for AD champs right now? And I made it just general, like a blanket one that is good for any AD champion you can make. And then I made one for any kind of magic champion you can make. And that's that's all I've been rocking right that's now. That's a good start. And it's it's all it's all you can really do because and you can't get any more rune pages right now. League takes
1: work if you want to be oh, good at it, and so it takes annoying. research. It's so annoying,
0: but yeah, that's uh, that's video game stuff. So, what time is it? Hi,
1: hi,
0: hi, Milky. Hi, hey! did you like Thor Ragnarok? I loved it. Did you love the guitar solos and the songs?
1: Yes, I was literally standing on my seat in the theater, air guitaring.
0: That band, Led Zeppelin. I tell you what, I saw them live in concert.
1: Mr. Carey. Led Zeppelin is arguably my favorite band of all time.
0: I just love them. They got so much hair and fun.
1: Okay, so my one issue, why do they use immigrant song twice? I don't know. <laughs> Mistakes were made. <laughs> but carry on, Mr. Carey.
0: <laughs> it's all good. It's time for If You Want to Read. This is part of the show we give you reading recommendations from comic books or just what we've been checking out lately on literally anything. So. Literally anything. Literally anything. Bilky, what have you been doing and checking and peeping and tweeting and stuff? I have a beef with Netflix right now, oh, because my. Scrubs is not on there anymore. Yeah, that that was on the list to get removed this month, bro. We got very, it. very shitty because that's like my favorite show. Whenever The Office goes, I'm gonna cry because that's my go-to, like busy work show. You know what I mean? Right. That was my. That was Scrubs for me. Scrubs yeah. was my everything.
1: But it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, so I had to find a new show, and I, I'm like five or six episodes into Portlandia. Oh, Oh, yes. my God. This show, this show is so funny. It's hilarious. Fred Armisen's a like a fantastic writer. It's really hard to watch sometimes because they're just so extra with everything they That's do. It's so weird. It takes place in Portland, and essentially they're making fun of the hipster culture to the, like <laughs> – the upteenth <laughs> degree is, like, so over the top with what they do that it's hilarious. But sometimes it's hard to watch because they're just so cringy. It's like, go watch Portlandia. That's my recommendation. Whenever he's the librarian in that show. Yeah, and he can't reach so the book. so funny. <laughs> he's, like, the, the shelf is literally within arm's reach. But if he just leaned forward, he could grab it. And the, <laughs> what's the girl from Parks and Rec? Um uh. It's the secretary uh, uh, Amy chick. Amy Poehler? No. No, oh. the other one. Oh, I know who you're talking about. She's hilarious. She, she is was in uh, the Bad Grandpa movie or whatever. Yeah, I can't think of her name right now. Love that actress. She's she was, great. She was in there arguing. Yes. Ugh. Yes. Wow. He was arguing with Fred Armisen when he's a librarian, and he's like, "I can't reach it. I see. I just, I just can't reach it." And she's like, "It's right there. Can I just grab the book?" He's, like, "No, I can't. I can't no, reach I it. No, I can't. I have to get it. Or like, I have to get it." <laughs> they're at a bistro, and there's a dog tied to a, a chain with a leash or something like that. And they're like, "Whose dog is this?" <gasps> hey, it's hot. Whose dog is this? And they're just screaming, and they're like, "You know what? I'm just, I'm just letting it go. Be free." And they just set this dog loose. <laughs> And the, the people come back, they're like, hey, have you guys seen a dog? We just we just went and bought an ice cream, and now we're back. And they're like, I cannot believe you. We let that dog go. <laughs> it's it's a bunch of that stuff constantly yes. over the top. That's my wreck,
0: Portlandia. Excellent. I am yeah. going to recommend The Unworthy Thor Volume 1, which you can get via comiXology. Uh, it's basically Thor loses his hammer and gets an axe instead, and he has one eye, like he does in the movie. So it's pretty good. Eh, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good stuff. Also, I checked out a new anime on Netflix. Uh, it's another one of their imports that they got from a Japanese animation company, Fate Apocalypse or something. I don't know. It Is it f- like, a f- fate Apo- like the series Fate? The series Fate Apocalypse.
1: Apo- that's how it's spelled. You should watch uh, Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. Oh. Fate, I think, colon, stay slash night Unlimited Blade Works. Excellent! It's amazing, and if it's the same fate that I'm thinking of, it's incredible animation.
0: No, oh, yeah, the animation in this one is pretty good too. Um, the good story is—it's kind of like they did a hybrid of Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. It's really interesting. And is it—is like
1: it. it the Holy Grail War? Yes. Oh, so it is fate. Yes. Okay,
0: so they just changed the title. Okay. Yeah,
1: they're just different uh, versions. Then yes, it
0: is that anime. It's pretty fun. I like it so far. Is this? Oh, I
1: think this is the one. I think the one you're talking about is the newer one that came out. Yes, and it's supposed to be amazing. It is pretty good. I mean, I got through the first episode, so I'm I'm about to go. I'm trying to remember the exact description, but it's something like this is the
0: first Grail War or something like I, maybe or something. it's the last one. And you know. can there's all these like people that get summoned and they have to fu- and, like whoever can tr- like whenever you right. summon them, they fight it out to for like eternal. It's their light, champions like lancer and yeah. archer and. Assassin, it's all And they all have servants. these different guilds of, like, you know, archers and, like, mages and, um uh, the, the, the like, uh, research people. And yeah, it's, so it's really interesting. This it's one's really supposed to be a big one, I'm pretty sure. It it starts off big. It There's just this huge opening sequence and no one is safe. Yeah, I'm no going one to is watch safe. that. I was planning on watching that. <laughs> it's really good. You should check it out. Excellent. Well, we have come to the end of our podcast, and, Bilky, again... This didn't cost us any money to make, did it?
1: It literally cost me the the energy spent <laughs> <expense> walking
0: down <laughs> into my basement. Oh, and that's because we host our site on podcast.com. It's the best place to host your podcast because it's 100% free. It has seamless iTunes integration and optimized search engine capabilities so that way your podcast can be found very easily in the iTunes store. It is real people. It is very real. And also uh, we're, we're we're really fun and enjoying Comicsology right now. If you if you like Comicsology and you have an Amazon account, a couple clicks of a button, you can go check them out and get all your digital comics, like The Unworthy Thor Volume 1, as I mentioned. And we'd also like to give another shout-out to ourselves because we plug our Twitter handles at the end of the show.
1: Yeah, baby!
0: Yeah, baby! You know what it is, baby!
1: Oh, yeah, I got a beef with you, James. Why? Because you keep spelling my name wrong in the description.
0: How? <sighs> it says IG, Bilks. Oh. It's LG... No, it's it's LG. It just looks like an I. It's, got it's a, a lowercase L. It's got a dot over it. No. All
1: right, I'm going to look it up right look it, now. Do it. I'm pretty sure it's got a no, dot over got, it, No, it's got – no. All right, what's, it does the, not. what's the wager then? I don't have a wager. Right there. Right there. Boom. Just Yeah. IG Bilks. No. There's a dot
0: over that. Okay, thing. that one. Forgive me. We've, we've done 21 next, episodes. The, oh, IG Bilks. I just copy and paste it. I know you do. I don't I, I know don't you care. do, because it's every week. It's every <laughs> <link. laughs> Anyways, you can find me on Twitter, at Jalen Holston. Bilky, where can people find you? I don't know, because you probably won't type it up right. I won't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, baby, I'm not oh.
0: playing anything. Wow. That, uh, that's
1: sad. Hey, don't anger LeBron, or else you'll end up on a poster.
0: That's fair. Catch you next week, guys. See you later.